All right, welcome into a brand new episode of Bronx Bombers Beat. I am Nathaniel Shelton. A lot of stuff to get to this week. Surprisingly, coming off of a short week with the All-Star break last Tuesday. A lot of it is not good at this point for the Yankees. And considering they are in second place in the AL East and pretty much have a lock on one of the wild card spots right now with the World Series aspirations the Yankees have after last season's playoff run things are really not happy right now in New York as they played 500 ball for the last two weeks before the all-star break and came out against the Mets in the subway series it was supposed to be a three-game series the rubber game was rained out they split the two games they did play a poor pitching performance from Domingo Herman gave up three runs off the out of the gate in the first inning. This has been his bugaboo all years so far. And against Noah Syndergaard pitching against the Met for the Mets, that was all he needed to secure that victory. Even though he only went five innings, the Mets cruised to a victory in that one. The second game was a little better with Sonny Gray having a second solid outing in a row. So that was a bright spot this week. But not a lot of good things as Chapman struggled mightily to wrap up that save and that win through 19 pitches, only three strikes, three, two walks, a hit batsman, and a hit, and a four-run lead turned into a one-run lead. With the bases loaded, and he had to obviously leave that outing, and Chase and Shreve cleaned that up to secure the win. And then, as I said, the third game was rained out, and it looked to be a little bit easier road again with the Tampa Bay Rays on the road, even though that is a place the Yankees struggle. Severino pitching seemed to be a secure victory with their ace on the mound. But he was roughed up and roughed up big time, giving up seven runs in five innings, 11 hits, two home runs. Did have eight strikeouts to mark a milestone in his career with 500 strikeouts. So that is a note to look back on. But again, the starting pitching has not been helping the Yankees so far this point of the season. It's been their one-week spot and obviously will need to be addressed before the trade deadline. Uh, The offense was bright spot this weekend as Stanton continued from the All-Star break on a torrid pace. Three hits in the first two games. Went four for four in the game against Tampa Bay with a couple RBIs. He is nearing 300 after the month and a half that he struggled to start off the season he has just been red hot and like we've talked about in the past getting stronger as the season goes on Stanton was had three hits in the first two games out of the break and seen is doing pretty well Greg Bird continues to continue his good hitting had a couple RBIs in the victory against the Mets but pitching pitching and pitching has been the issue and you think that will have to be addressed coming up close to the deadline. Also, the bullpen has been better. Of course, A.J. Cole keeps doing 
his thing. .91 ERA, another scoreless inning for him against the Rays. This is a guy that was designated for assignment by the Nationals after his poor start with them. The Yankees picked him up on a whim, and he has been nothing but lights out pitches in any time, any situation, and just delivers every time. He could be bases loaded, nobody on. Come in the middle of a game, come in the end of a game, hasn't pitched for two or three weeks. He's still good every time he comes out. Been quite a find for the Yankees. Tanaka will be pitching tomorrow night's game on Tuesday. So we'll see if he can kind of continue his better pitching as he pitched. Gave up one, two runs against the Indians before the All-Star break and five innings. We'll see if he can continue that upward trend. Domingo Herman, after his poor outing on Friday, was a de- was sent down to AAA, was told that he needed to work on his mechanics, and Giovanni Gallegos was called up in his replacement. Not as a starter, he is a bullpen pitcher. So it'll be interesting to see what move the Yankees make to fill that spot in the fifth the fifth spot in the rotation to take over for Herman. If it'll be by committee, sounds like right now they have penciled in Luis Sessa, who had, if you remember, his first great outing as a Yankee. Pitched six innings, gave up three runs, and got his first win. So, I mean, anything at this point with Herman is going to be better than what he has been giving the Yankees. Just hard to be a starting pitcher when you're giving up a lead right out of the gate and your team's playing from behind the rest of the night. Hopefully he can get it figured out because he has some great potential. He throws very hard, and when he is on, as he showed for a couple starts during the season, he can be lights out. Had At one point, through three starts, had 27 strikeouts, so... Hopefully he can get everything worked out and be maybe a part of the rotation again next year for the Yankees or even in the bullpen. He may be thinking about Justice Sheffield taking the spot. He is currently still in AAA. Um, they're holding off as long as they can with him to bring him up, partly due to his the rights they have on him, limiting his options if they call him up now. The, they're trying to hold off till at least late August, maybe September, when the rosters expand so he can get some major league experience. Not a solution at the back end of the rotation right now, but the near future, he will be there next year for sure, unless he is part of a trade coming up this year. Um, talking about trades and the trade deadline, rumor today is and yesterday was that the Yankees had scouts watching Chris Archer's performance on Sunday where he struck out 13 batters. In turn, the Tampa Bay Rays had scouts at the Yankees' rookie league facility watching their team play, so maybe some mutual interest there between the two teams. Uh, Archer, not a Justin Verlander-type pitcher, but he has a good arm. Has trouble getting through late innings. He gives you five or six innings, and that's about what he's been doing this year. Struggles with his pitch count. Historically has not done well at Yankee Stadium, so that is a concern if you're a Yankee fan. 
going with the Sonny Gray experiment that we've had this year. But like I said, he's got a live arm, he can throw hard, and historically has been a good pitcher. So that is possibly a serious uh, piece the Yankees may be picking up. Don't know who could possibly be rumored to be in the trade. You'd have to give up quite a bit, you would think, trading for a front-of-the-line pitcher in your division. So they're, you know they're going to want to command quite a bit in return, possibly a Clint Frazier. Uh, Acevedo could be an option, a pit starting pitcher for the Yankees, who's in double A. Uh, just, you know, the Yankees farm system is deep enough that they can make the move. It's a matter of whether Cashman wants to make the move. He has said that he has really been thinking hard, long and hard about moving these prospects he has in the system, which if you have a deep system, that's part of the reason why it's there for. So hopefully Cashman will make, which he has been in the past, make it the right call and pull the trigger on a move. Archer right now at this point is the only top of the line uh, starting rotation pitcher that is currently available. Everybody else is either a rental middle midline rotation that will not be any help at all with what the Yankees have right now. Uh, of course, most Yankee fans have been eagerly wanting Jacob deGrom or Noah Syndergaard from the Mets. Unfortunately, with the Mets ownership and their situation, they have no interest in trading with the Yankees. They do not see themselves helping the Yankees to win a World Series, even though they are in totally opposite leagues. And a trade with them would benefit both teams, rebuild the Mets farm system, and the Yankees would get the top-of-the-line starter that they desperately covet right now to compete with the Red Sox and Astros for the postseason. The Mets, of course, owned by the Wilpons, and Michael Wilpons' son is currently the general manager, so you can see the conflict there. The Yankees have tried in the past to make transactions with them to no avail, would not even give up Lucas Duda, who is a first baseman, to help the Yankees a couple years ago. So that will get you nowhere, no matter what the Yankees are willing to offer the Mets. Just does not make sense if you're a Mets fan. Yes, you like your starting pitching, but you also want your team to be better. You would think your management would see that and do the right thing. Another arm that fans have been talking about is Matt Harvey, who, of course, we know from New York Mets fame himself. The Dark Knight was, of course, basically in no better terms, run out of town in New York and traded to Cincinnati, where he has surprisingly flourished, which you really think about it, you get out of the bright lights of New York and a smaller market like Cincinnati really gives you a chance to focus on your pitching and get back to what the way you threw before. He's been a big boost for the Reds so far this uh, season since he has gone there. Might be a possibility, but... It's only, of course, been rumored with the fans. Nothing real substantial in-house from the Yankees about maybe acquiring him. So it'll be interesting, like I said, to see what Cashman decides to do. Hopefully sooner rather than later. The longer you wait, the higher the price goes up. So be inter I'll be curious to see if he makes 
a trade before the fifth man rotation spot comes up and Luis Sessa would pitch or they will let him go ahead and pitch and still try to make a deal later on. But like I said, the Yankees scuffling around so far for the last close to a month now playing 500 baseball. The Red Sox just continue to win. They don't they lose once every couple weeks. Now have a six-game lead on the division. Yankees, of course, that's their farthest they've been back since the second week of April, and they were seven and a half games back. So they need to start winning if they're going to have thoughts of winning the division. Otherwise, you just play for the wild card in that one-game play-in game, which we all know is very dangerous, especially if it's the Mariners or the Astros you have to face. Uh, Astros currently comfortably ahead in first place in their division six games up on the Mariners but don't be surprised if the A's make a move here they are only three games behind the Mariners who have themselves have been struggling the A's have been quietly winning like they always do with Billy Bean's squads they just find somehow find a way to win and sneak their way into the playoffs it seems every couple years they have some strong pitching um like they normally do. They've it's been a few dark years for them, but they've rebuilt that rotation. Manea is their their ace of that rotation, so it could be a possible matchup for the Yankees in the wild card game. Of course you don't want to see James Paxton in a one game playoff um the way he has been pitching. So and that definitely need to start winning games so you can avoid that but at this point it looks like we are resigned to the wild card game i know it's only the 23rd of july and there's a lot of baseball to be to be played with the red sox and the history between the two teams shows this division is never locked down early so try to stay positive and look for that division win hopefully severino will uh pick things back up. Last couple starts he has not been his usual sharp self. He struggled against the Indians and obviously like I said his worst outing of the year giving up seven runs against the Rays. Hopefully nothing seriously wrong with him. Maybe just a bit of mechanics and if it is arm fatigue he might this is me just purely guessing here. Maybe Yankees might put him on the 10 day DL. Skip a start. Let him just kind of regroup and collect himself since he really didn't have a whole lot of a break in the Ulster game. You remember he did pitch one inning in that game. Boone did push him back a start or two to get him a little more rest, but it doesn't seem to be enough. Hopefully it's obviously nothing serious. I don't doesn't look like it is, just maybe kind of wearing down as the season goes on. Get him maybe a spot a skip a spot in his in the rotation get him some more rest and see if that will pick him back up as his velocity has also dropped a couple miles an hour and with a fastball if it's one or two miles below your normal it doesn't take much for a major league hitter to get on top of that and drive it out of the ballpark as teams have been doing so that's what's going on with the Yankees right now looking at the division like I said Red Sox comfortably in control of the division right now. Six games up. They, before the All-Star game, won ten games in a row. They have lost a couple games since then, but 
still just or being a machine right now and it's as a Yankee fan it is impressive you hate to see it but it's definitely impressive the Rays who the Yankees are currently playing are sitting a game above 500 it's kind of the uh, little engine that could as they are making playing with smoke and mirrors getting their team victories with only uh, three or four arms in rotation you have Blake Snell who himself is missing a spot in the rotation on the 10-day DL with shoulder fatigue. He is structurally fine, just needing to get him some extra rest. Chris Archer back in that rotation. You got Nathan Avaldi, and then a couple of bullpen guys fill out the other two spots in rotation every few days, and it's been working for him, obviously, and, you know, they're not going to go anywhere, but Tampa Bay is showing teams that you can be moderately successful yeah i mean you look at their roster and it's just what they are doing is nothing short of impressive the orioles as you probably have heard last week traded manny machado to the dodgers he is now a shortstop for the dodgers and they are of course have owned the rest, worst record in baseball at 28 and 73 uh, several, several teams looking at Zach Britton, uh, Houston Astros, of course, last year almost acquired him before the deadline, but that was kiboshed by the, uh, the Orioles at the last second. Uh, Milwaukee Brewers are said to be interested in him. Also, you have a couple other teams. Yankees have been kicking the tires, but nothing real serious there. Maybe the Indians who need bullpen help also looking at him. So he will most likely be moved. The Toronto Blue Jays, of course, are still struggling along. They're in rebuild mode. They haven't really moved anybody yet, but you got to think they'll be making moves before the deadline. Stroman is on the chopping block. The And J.A. Happ, who has all month long been rumored to be traded, is on the trading block as well. Josh Donaldson rumored with his calf injury and all. So we'll see what the Blue Jays do with their team as they look to rebuild that franchise again. The Yankees, like I said, tomorrow will be going against the Rays. Tanaka will be starting. So we'll see what we get from him. After this series, they go home and face the Red Sox over the weekend. So critical week for the Yankees if they want to stay in the race for the division win. And hopefully they can get things righted and get the ship righted and get back on track as they were through the months of May and June. That's going to wrap it up for this episode of Bronx Bombers Beat. I uh, will talk to you next week after the Red Sox series.